0: There's always been some tension with uh, Forest and Bird and, and the agricultural sector. The CEO of Forest and Bird is Kevin Hage. He joins us on the line now. Very good afternoon to you, Kevin. Uh
1: kia
0: Yes, kia ora. Thank you very much for joining us on the show. Uh, no, my pleasure. Yeah. Now, look, can we begin? I don't know if you heard the interview we just did with Sully. What's your general feeling with the rural sector, the agricultural community now? Do you, do you really feel that they're putting their back into getting the environment right, or at least on board with what you've been saying?
1: Well, I think one of the so one of the problems with the debate we're having is that all too often uh, farmers are, are uh, put in one basket as if they all had the sort of same behaviour, same attitudes, and that's just simply not right. I mean, yeah. as uh, as your show is, is demonstrating, and you know, we know we have a lot of farmer members of Forest and Bird. We you know we work a lot with uh, farmers who are trying to do positive things on their farms to improve environmental performance. And, uh, you know, we can see that they're doing a lot. But on the other hand, we also have to deal with the other end of the spectrum where there are uh, farmers who are not interested in making changes um, and uh, and are kind of continuing to to practice uh, poor environmental standards.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kevin, um, our Beef and uh, beef and sheep farmer Sully, he was saying that he his feeling is that it 's a tiny percentage of farmers that are letting the rest of them down and and obviously it 's a difficult thing to measure, but what is your impression? Is it really a very small percentage that are really doing terrible things or or, or do you feel that uh, maybe that 's gilding the lily a bit to say that yeah I, I
1: honestly think it 's a bit of both you know so um, we know so so for example, you know, the the farmers that are that have still not fenced off waterways, still allowing their stock to um uh to you know, have to have direct access in into yeah. waterways because the stock like it or, you know, whatever it is or they're trying to avoid the cost. You know, the the group of farmers in that category, which used to be common practice, is now pretty small. Yeah. But on the other hand, um, there you know there are still widespread farming practices in some places. You know, so for example, um, uh, you know intensive dairy farming on the Canterbury Plains, where actually it's just the nature of that kind of farming in that sort of place that's actually putting the strain on the environment, mm. um, and. You know that style of that style of farming um, in that place with its sort of bony bony soils and, and and the rest of it. Yeah. You know that that's that's just not tenable. You know the the um, we we're going to have to actually change the way we use land in order to get to the environmental bottom lines.
0: Kevin, would you say that the the zero carbon bill, the national freshwater policy, do you think, I think some of the farmers are suggesting, and, and probably quite rightly, that it's all a bit much too soon. You know, they, they've been given very little time to consult over this and get the, their thoughts out there. And some of the demands being placed on them by the government are a bit extreme, too quick. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, uh, so <clears throat> I've got to say, I, I, I don't actually have um, an awful lot of sympathy for that position. You know the, the the issues that are that are, are being dealt with are not new issues. You know the the you know when when did the dirty daring campaign start? Was it twenty years ago? Mm, Even yeah. longer. Mm. You know, so it's not a new issue. It's um, you know the the need to change the way we do that that has 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 been there all along. I first read about. Uh, methane's role in in global warming in nineteen seventy two you know so again, not new at all. and I guess what's what is new about this government is that this government is saying um, we you know it's not good enough just to do a bit better but still fall short of the bottom line. We actually need to improve performance to the level where actually we can, hand on heart, on fresh water, for example, say, this will stop further degradation and over time, actually restore our waterways until they're healthy again. Um, And previous governments haven't done that. You know, they they, they were very... Previous governments have been very late to the party in actually establishing national rules Um, and then when they have established national rules, they've they've done things that would uh, ensure that that things improved a bit. But we're we're a long way below the level um, that's required to actually restore ecological health. Okay. And unless we get to that point, we won't get you know rivers back that will support aquatic life or be swimmable or or let alone drinkable for, for human
0: beings. Kevin, very interesting to get your thoughts. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much.
1: Hey, you're very welcome anytime.
0: Take care. It's Kevin Haig, the CEO of Forest and Bird.